Welcome to the Christian Quotes Podcast, where we provide encouragement from the Bible and well-known Christian authors. My name is Ryan Mayer, and I hope to encourage you, inspire you, and help you to make a difference for the Lord. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's get started. Hey everybody, Ryan Mayer here, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Quotes Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today's episode may sound a little different because I'm actually on the road and I'm using my iPhone to record this. Today's episode is actually a live teaching that I did on Instagram Live and I thought you might like it. So check it out. Here's six biblical keys to happiness. We'll go ahead and get started. just wanted to share six keys that I believe will help you have more happiness in your life from the Bible. So... Um, Thank you so much for your feedback about my podcast and my page. I'm really blessed that you guys are here. So thank you. Okay, so the number one thing I wanted to share with you is practice thankfulness to God. It's hard to have your joy stolen, right, if you are thankful all the time, right? If you go to God every day and you're just like, God, thank you for another day. Thank you for life. Thank you for the fact that I'm alive, that you gave me life, that you created all this, that I have a place to live, that I have a phone, that I can connect with people, that I'm alive. If you live in that mentality, it's hard for you to be down. It's hard for you to have a circumstance happen and have it just completely steal your joy. I want to encourage you to every day to to practice thankfulness. And 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances. If you do that, if you're living your life and you are you're just thankful throughout the day and you're checking in with God and you're like, God, thank you for the fact that I can breathe, that I'm healthy, that, I, that I'm alive. If you do that in all circumstances, it's going to be a lot harder for your joy to be stolen. Thank you guys so much for being on here with me. I'm, I'm seeing a ton of comments and so thankful that you're here. Um, All of you, I'm so thankful that you're here. Number two, kill all of your expectations, right? So number one is practice thankfulness to God all the time. Be thankful. He's God. We're not, and we are here because of him. Number two, kill your expectations. The number one way that you can immediately be let down or have just feel like you're, you're discouraged is when you have this giant expectation and then it's not met, right? And a lot of times it's spoken or unspoken expectations that, that are just not met. And so, for example, if you say you're married and you wake up in the morning and you expect your spouse to do this, this, and this, right? And then they don't. <laughs> well, then you're just going to be immediately let down and you're going to be immediately discouraged because I had all this expectation and then they didn't, they didn't live up to my standard. What? No, that's selfishness in a lot of ways. And I want to talk about that here in a second. But when you, when you kill your expectations and you just, you're waking up every day to serve God, to be a blessing to the people around you, and your mentality of your heart is, God, help me be a blessing. Help me make a difference today. And help today not be about me. If you kill your expectations and you're not living your life, having everybody serve you, it's not about having them serve you, it's about you serving them. Whew, man, man, it'll help so much. Think about this. How many times do we have expectations where it's even an unspoken expectation? Maybe it's one where you feel like I should expect that, but you don't speak it. You don't talk about it and you, you don't communicate. 
And then you're just mad because so-and-so didn't, they didn't meet your expectation. Some people are asking, how do you kill your expectations? Well, I would say, make it not about you. If you wake up every day and, and you want to have everybody serve you and do things for you and they need to do this or I'm blah, 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 if that's your attitude, then be prepared to be let down. But if you decide, you know what, God, I want to serve you. I want to be a blessing to people. I want to love people. If you do that, then it's going to be so much easier for you to, to just let go. So say your spouse didn't do the dishes. Who cares? It's not that big of a deal. You could make a big deal about it. You could be like, well, you know, I expected you to do this. Just relax and realize it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about being a blessing and, to, and loving people and all of that. That helps so much. And I've, I've, got, I've done both extremes. And I can tell you, sometimes these expectations are so silly, too. I made a note here. When we create an expectation and then someone doesn't meet it, we are discouraged, upset, and let down. When we put expectations on others, we set ourselves up for discouragement. We really do. And we set ourselves up for failure and set them up for failure. And most of the time, our expectations are just made up anyway. Like somebody could say, okay, well, when are you going to be home tonight? You know, or can you do this by this time? And a lot of times we just make something up. Like be here by seven. And if you're not, I'm going to be mad. But we just made it up. So it's like, Something to look at. Something to look at yourself. Are we being selfish with our expectations? Are we putting expectations on people that we shouldn't be? Number three, and this goes with number two, die to yourself. Right? The Bible talks about dying to yourself and, uh, and, and realize that life doesn't revolve around you. I'm not trying to have that be a, a harsh word, but we are so inherently selfish. We don't have to be taught to be selfish Look at little kids from, you know, as soon as they find a toy that they like, man, it's hard to get that toy out of their hand. They don't want to share it. It's part of our sin nature is selfishness. The Bible calls us to deny ourselves. If you look at 1 Corinthians 13, where it talks about love and what love is, 1 Corinthians 13, 5 says, love is not selfish. It's not self-seeking. And so a lot of times I'll try to check in with myself and say, all right, is the way that I'm being, am I being selfish? Because if I'm being selfish, I'm not being loving. So think about that. Ask yourself the question, am I being selfish in this situation, in this conversation with someone? If, am I being selfish? Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4 say, Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you not look to only to your interests, but also to the interests of others. Okay, there it is again, selfishness. Not, don't be so focused on you. Help other people. Be intent on, on helping them and serving them and being a blessing to them. And I'm going to jump to my number six, because if you think about it, if, you're, if your mentality, if your heart is to serve and give and love, think about the times that you're the most, you feel the most fulfilled in your life. It probably has to do with the time that you have given to someone, that you've been a blessing to someone, that you've made a difference for God in someone's life or whatever. That's when we feel the most fulfilled. And that's the number six one that I had there is is to serve and connect with others and specifically other Christians. You weren't meant to walk through this life by yourself. God created a family here. 
the body of Christ, it's a family. It's not meant to be, you know, living this life on your own. So let me go back to my number four. Now think about this. Number four, spend dedicated time with God daily. And I say dedicated because sometimes people will be like, well, I talk to God throughout the day. I, I do that stuff throughout the day. And I think that's amazing. But you can't substitute dedicated quality time with God every single day. It's kind of like, you know, one of the love languages for people, the five love languages book. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but one of them is quality time. And if you're not spending quality time with God, then how, how are you growing in the relationship? How are you doing it? You won't be. And life will beat you up. My wife and I talk all the time about, you know, if we don't have quiet time, then that day is just harder. Because when you have quiet time, when you pray, we read the Bible and you get focused, then it's kind of like you're prepared for the day. Whatever the day might bring to you, you're prepared. As opposed to just, you know, waking up late, running out the door and and just meeting the day head on. And I believe that we as people are very quick to forget. And we could be fired up for God and everything's awesome. And then we forget very quickly that, oh, wow, I'm supposed to be kind. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to uh, love people and that that's the better way and that God has told us that that's the better way. Right. And so when you have quiet time, when you pray, when you read the Bible, it reminds you that, wow, life isn't about me. It's about it's about God. And I'm on his planet. I'm on his program. I should be at least. I should be on his program. I should be wanting to do his will, right? And and we see that with Jesus. He said, you know, Father, not my will, but your will, right? And that's the same thing in the Lord's Prayer. Jesus said when the disciples asked, how do we pray? And he walked through like, you know, here's kind of what a prayer should look like. And one of them said, Father, that your will would happen on earth as it is in heaven. So we should be wanting God's will in our lives. Not not what we want, but what he wants. Right? Okay, that's a lot. Um, thanks for sticking with me. I have a little bit more, but I wanted to share that because I believe if you do those things, that it will bless you. You'll have a higher level of happiness. Right? When we release the, the idea that life is all about us and we get on board with God's idea of serving and giving and helping people and making it about helping others and serving and giving, our quality of happiness just will go through the roof. And another thing, another key point, forgiveness. How many people, myself included at times, how many of you have held on to unforgiveness towards someone? Probably all of us at some point in our lives, right? If you're living in unforgiveness, that's a prison for you. It's a prison for you. And if you think about it, when we hold on to unforgiveness, it's like poison. The other person might not even know that you're not forgiving them. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But you're miserable. You lack happiness. You lack joy because you're holding on to unforgiveness. And guys, we really have no right to not forgive. You know why? Because we've been forgiven this massive, massive sin debt that we could never repay. Massive sin debt. So it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous for me to be forgiven of all my sin, all these things that I've done wrong in my life, and then to turn around and be like, you know, I'm not going to forgive my friend here, which by the way, may not even know that they offended you or, or hurt you. 
a lot of times we don't intend on hurting our friends, but we do, and then we don't know about it. So I'm seeing some stuff, you know, poison is the right word. Bitterness, it does eat you alive. So I want to encourage you. The Bible says, forgive as you have been forgiven. And there's also, right in the Lord's Prayer, it says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, right? And Jesus told the parable of the man who owed the king billions of dollars and and was begging for forgiveness. And, you know, his whole family was going to be thrown in prison and he was going to be in prison until he could pay the debt off. And then he never was going to be able to. And the king had mercy on him. And the king forgave this massive debt that he would never be able to repay. But then the guy goes out and he sees somebody who owes him, you know, like 50 bucks. And he grabs a hold of him and he wants to choke him. That's what we do. How ridiculous is that? Somebody forgives you of, of owing billions of dollars and somebody owes you 50 bucks and you want to choke them out? That's what we do in real life. It's so ridiculous. So remember that. Remember that parable. Remember that you've been forgiven a massive, massive amount and you have no right to not extend forgiveness too. So think about it like this. You've received so much forgiveness that now you can kind of give it back out to other people. Yeah, I like that. Let's think about it that way. And if you do that, you'll realize that, man, you will be a lot happier because you're not going to have that poison on you. You're not going to be in a prison of unforgiveness. So hopefully that encourages you guys. Um, The last one, I think that was all of them, actually. I kind of did them out of order. But so to to sum it up, for those of you who, who just jumped on, we talked about six different things that can help you have a greater level of happiness. Number one, practice thankfulness to God. God, thank you for everything that you've done. Live in that mentality It's going to be hard to be discouraged when you're just thankful all the time for everything. Number two, kill your expectations. Stop putting ridiculous expectations on other people and just wake up every day with the mentality to make a difference and give and serve and change your perspective. And you'll see how that will make you a lot happier person. Number three, die to yourself. Realize that life doesn't revolve around you. Kind of has to do with the expectation thing too. And realize that Love is not selfish. So keep on asking yourself, am I being selfish? Am I trying to put others first? Because that's what we're called to do. Because if you keep trying to put yourself first, well, good luck with that. It doesn't work very well for people. And most people, that's how they live their lives. Number four, spend time, dedicated time with God daily, reading the Bible and, and praying. And I always tell people, some people will say, you know, I don't know what to read in the Bible. The Bible is a huge book and I don't know what to do. I would encourage all of you, if you don't have a daily habit of reading the Bible, to start reading one chapter of Proverbs every day. Because there's 31 chapters in Proverbs, and usually there's 30 or 31 days in a month. So you could literally, like today is the 5th, you could go to chapter 5 of Proverbs, and that could be your, your Bible reading for the day. And start that habit every day. They're not long. It'd probably take you 5 to 10 minutes, probably, to read each chapter. And Proverbs is chock full of awesome wisdom, and and it's really amazing. So start there, and then start praying, and um, you'll see how it's it'll help you. It'll be awesome, and then you can kind of go from there. And by the way, there is if you go on YouTube or if you go to the I think it's the BibleProject.com or it's actually in the YouVersion Bible app. A lot of their videos are, but they do little summary breakdown videos. That's really helpful too if you want to start getting an overview of what the Bible says. So check that out. It's called the Bible Project. And then serve and give. Get connected with other Christians and start 
serving and giving because I believe that that is where you're going to find the greatest level of fulfillment in your life because you're making a difference. You're making an impact. You're physically doing something. So hopefully that is a blessing to you guys because I know for me, I just, I look at it, those, those six things, if you just do those things, your level of happiness will go way up. All right. That's all the time we have for in this episode. Remember that God loves you and he has equipped you to make a difference in someone's life today. God bless you and I'll see you in the next episode.